Michael, welcome everybody back to Tuesday night in the heart of Kensington, Maryland, the First Amendment Sports Podcast Basement Studios. He's Kevin Ricca. Man, this weekend with the Black Panther coming out, and I'm feeling super fergalicious. He's Tim Strachan. I'm so jealous that you've seen it already, and I have mm. not. It, uh, this, has got me, this has got me already moving. I'm yeah, yeah, looking it's, forward to it. Welcome it's, it's, to Brian Stabby, our producer of, of the night. Fergalicious now is like it has a very different meaning than it did like a week ago. Yeah, and I'm I'm not afraid. I'm Ken Marangolo. This is the Audible. Welcome to everyone from Hogshaven who is joining us on Facebook Live, and anyone else besides Hogshaven people joining us on Facebook Live tonight. This is uh, off season on the brink. Our Redskins show where we chronicle the drama of the greatest story ever told on TV or otherwise. That's the story of the Washington Redskins. Um. And even when things aren't going on between the whistles and on the field, uh, there's lots to talk about. In, like uh, right now, right now we're in, we're, we're officially in the uh, formation of what we have uh, for next year. So before we talk about you know individual players um, and individual soap operas, I thought we would talk a little bit about um, what we have going into next season in terms of leadership. So uh, on on Hogshaven this week, my six pack was a President's Day inspired look at where the leadership is coming from on this roster and saving kind of for this show and for the comment section, you know, uh, how that looks now as opposed to a few iterations of this team over the last 10 years or so where, um, listen, we weren't, a, we weren't a great team and our leadership wasn't that deep. So um, I'll give you guys a chance to, so to bring the, in. Is that the cart before the horse or the horse before the cart? And what, what do you what Well, do you, you need to have leadership in order to have a good – Good oh team. sure, I mean bad I mean, teams have leaders. Like all I, our all, all, all of our past Super Bowl teams or any any playoff teams, we had pure. Yeah, I just solidified. I just leadership. always mess up that saying. That's yeah. all I was. And saying. you always have a London Fletcher. I mean, at the end of the day, even when you're terrible, you still have a London Fletcher. But you don't have. We were talking about he might be the only true leader we've had on any of these terrible teams yeah, these, that we've these, had. These D three guys know how to lead. Ken like, Harvey, I think. Uh, right. Ken Harvey was, and Chris Samuels. I think as long as Chris, Chris Samuel, Samuel was, was on the team, yeah. so you look back 10, 12, 13 years, any team but Chris was, Samuel was on, he was a he was he was a guy. I think you brought it up. You said, but the second guy, who was that? And it was a, it was yeah. a deep drop off on all smooth. those all those years. I think <laughs> oh, the leadership now, though, yeah. there is leadership on this team, <laughs> and it, and it is deep. So let's talk it's about much deeper on and off the field. We'll start with off the field because we don't have to spend too much time on. It. I don't think there's a huge amount of disagreement um, in the fan base, anyways. Uh, um, whether we are right or wrong, um, not a lot of love for Dan Snyder, not a lot of love for Bruce Allen um, in general, but they are the leaders that we have. We're stuck with one for life. We're stuck with the other until he runs out of being able to take bullets for Dan Snyder, which is going to happen eventually. Um, recognizing the possibility that, um, you know, Jay Gruden is the guy. So my whole, my whole off-the-field leader space that, that can work for us is Jay Gruden. If, yeah. if, if he's the leader of, of the football team off the field, first of all, it's the best possible outcome for us as Redskins fans because that means it's not Dan Snyder and it's not Bruce Allen. Um, but it also means probably that he's successful, probably that he's winning and proving that his scheme works, you know, irregardless of whether you have Kirk Cousins, Tim Strachan. Well, I, I don't trust this front office as far as I can walk. I mean – 
You shouldn't be. I'm not even going to go. Oh, wow. I'm not even going to go there. This is why we need that soundboard. We can play a nice, fun scene. Did you yeah. did see how uncomfortable they were? They're not sure how no, they should no. have reacted to that. Don't be afraid to comment on how you feel about quadriplegic <laughs> yeah. jokes because yeah. uh, I got but, my butt cheeks are full. No, we're not taking but any emails tonight. No emails from Benjamin tonight. But I do agree with you, Ken, that uh, the one guy I do trust on this entire uh, non-player list would be Jay Gruden. Yeah. It's got to be him. All right, well, that cat, Bruce Allen, has proven he's got nine lives. I think our guy, Doug Williams, has the ability in the front office with how we feel about him as a player. I know, but as a player, I'm fairly convinced and certain that everyone in this basement is on the same page. And you think a guy that can go through that, I mean, we're talking about what he went through. Uh, The first black starting quarterback in the Super Bowl had a root canal going on the two days before it was happening. Almost ripped his knee out of his damn leg and then had the greatest quarter in the history of the game. You got to put your faith in a guy like that being just fine with what he's doing. I'll I'll value what he did at the college level. We will see. You know, even more, um, both as a, uh, you know, especially as a coach. But Mm -hmm. um, he said something that bothered me when he talked about the draft. Um, I think I don't know if I'm if it was his exact words or if he was being you know he 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 said the draft you know essentially downplayed the importance of the draft, um, which I think knows? he said it was a crapshoot. Yeah, and, and guess what? Of course, says it a guy is. who wasn't really drafted all that yeah. high. I, exactly, exactly. I mean, I I hope that. If it ain't a crapshoot, then I, I never watch. One thing we haven't done is good build God, the draft. You don't want to hear your GM say that. Yeah, you need. But him. guess what? I he know. was preaching the exact truth. I know. Yes. And he wasn't saying it specifically to his job. As long as it, as long as it, com- as long as it's immediately followed by, I know I can find guys like me, um, you know, in the seventh and eighth well, and ninth well, round. Anthony Lanier, undrafted free agency. Anthony Lanier happens to be one of those guys right. on our roster that he did find, like him at a yeah. different position. If he means I can find guys, you know, that you don't Let's get in it. the first second right. round, then sure. that's gr- that's great. But we've had a very um, loose. But those first and second rounders, yes. third rounders are pretty important. Hey, look, a very man, loose relationship I, with the draft. I remember when years. you were 21. You remember when I was 21. To predict our next decade, yeah. <laughs> that's not a very fun thing to be in charge no. of. So th- I think that's what he was liking it. I hope, I hope that's the case, and we'll see because he gets, he gets to be, uh, you know, in the, he gets to be a decision maker in the war room. Um, I look forward to, pe- I think so. to deciding, um, you know, amongst us, based on all the reports we're, we're going to hear, who just who who decided what, you know? Wh- who, which one of these guys was pulling for the, uh, um, you know, the defensive lineman or the wide receiver or the running back, um, and which which one wins out? I think there's going to be some differences of opinion in that room this year. Um, personally, I think Jay Gruden uh, has the loudest voice and ultimately the one that they listen that Bruce Allen listens to. I think I think Jay Gruden has all the power there. Who's the defense evaluator? I mean, I, Gr- Jay is. More than likely going to be an offensive-minded guy. But, but uh, hold on, this show last year it was it was Tomasula Manuski from what we heard. Remember, they were like, "We're going to let them go in there and figure out what they like." Remember that? Yeah. We were, uh, I was well, making fun of it, and I liked the idea of getting new guys in, new blood in with a new staff. But all of a sudden, Bruce was giving Tomasula, not even Manuski, Tomasula, a ton of yeah. the. Uh, he's a know, cra- he's a crazy person. I, I get it. I get it, but that, that, let's get to He's the kind of guy you I want think if you mix up your two D-line. Alabama D tackles in two years with one Jim Tomasola, you get? If you get good coaches, great talent, uh, you're going to be doing just fine, and yeah. we, we, can, we have the ability to do that. Um, I think Jake Rudin goes in there with a very uh, um, uh, clear edge uh, in terms of, of making the final call, on, on especially on the top guys. So, uh, But I also, 
I don't think so I was trying to think like who's a Dan Snyder player because if Dan Snyder is going to be involved in the decision, mm. I'm just saying I know he's I I'm not saying I want that. RG three is a Dan Snyder it, player. Exactly. I'm trying no. to think who that player is in this draft. How do, how do you define so a guy that like Dan? So a guy that Dan says I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm getting this guy, and guess what? I can because it's my team. The that the guy. one I remember the, that he did that with was apparently Chris Chris Cooley. He like overstepped the front office like everybody yeah. he was like we're getting Chris Cooley and, he, and they traded up and they got him yeah. but, uh, that was apparently a Dan move like he unilaterally well, I think that I, was I think a Joe Gibbs and Dan move because he was he f- certainly fit the Joe Gibbs Joe wanted Chris yeah no it like worked out great but apparently Dan fell well, in love with Chris uh, uh, Joe, if there's, if there's any, any silver lining in our front office I think it's been since McLovin was here I don't think Dan's getting that involved in those decisions as much I hope not and I think you're yeah. right. I think that he's shown that, but he has also shown a propensity. Didn't we celebrate too. that when he got here? Like, no more of this. If we take uh, Baker Mayfield at 13, you might change your opinion. <laughs> well, you guys know how I feel about Baker. Yeah. I've been very steadfast about yeah. that for a long time. But yeah, and he, I, I think he's going to do great, and, and I don't think it's going to be in Washington. But um, and I don't, and I think he would kind of be a Dan Snyder uh, kind of a, a pick. But I also don't think he's there at he's 13. Gone. No. So at thirteen, I think if, no if you're Dan Snyder, no way I'd want him. you're super smart because you know we've talked about it for for you know, since we knew. I mean, middle of the first round, you're getting a really good player. You're not paying him a ton for four years, um, and he, you can you can really you can go after one or two or three different positions and get talent. So if you're the owner, please be he, he'll do the smart thing, you know, and let um, hopefully. Uh, I would say Jay Gruden decide, but in the first, aren't you guys thinking defense in the first round? That's Not why Quentin, I asked Quentin the Nelson, question. Here's the, here's the question. If Quentin, Nelson's there. If Quentin Nelson's there and Jay Gruden is the guy, is Jay, is Jay Gruden going to be the guy who made fun of getting the guy last time that was a guard that takes the guard this time? He is he going to pass on the Quentin Nelson? I will take him. I don't, I don't think so either. I will run to the podium. If Quentin Nelson is on the board, uh, we can get 13, I will full race agreement, to the podium. In full agreement. Not even a second uh, thought. To get, a, to get a, a raw dog next to Trent on the left side would be sickness for us. He, I mean, he screams Hall of Famer right. um, as the one, you know, the one offensive lineman. I mean, who's the other guy? Um, Orlando Brown, I think. Yeah, but that's a tackle, and, and that's he's, not, and he's a, gonna that's be not a, in our wheelhouse. No, no, but I'm saying he's probably the other, like, one of the be- better offensive lineman prospects in this draft. I mean, Quentin Nelson's not just one of the best offensive line prospects in this draft. He's considered the best player by a lot of people in this entire draft. I mean, that's – if you can get that offensive lineman, uh, you, trust me, you, you can do a whole lot. Yeah, the next three years, our offensive line will be just fine. we got Roulier taking care of business on a three-year rookie deal with uh, Moses on the outside. Hopefully we extend Sheriff or re-sign him in the offseason with Big Trent on He's the left, the greatest on the planet. And then, you know what? Could Ty and Secchi be that left guard? That was the other question. So, uh, that, if, away from, if Quentin Nelson's there, we take Quentin Nelson. I just want to see Jay Gruden, who made fun of having a guard, have to be the good guy luck, that Alex Smith now has to take a guard. Because Throwing to Jamison Crowder over the middle behind Ty and Secchi, that's going to be a tough, a tough one. Um, but wait, what do we got there? A little bit of yeah. Um, He's hearing snap, crackle, pop. Just do, just do the fonts. Wait till the music comes on. Hey. Or just tap the glass. Step on the into my That works too. Uh, Free agency. <clears throat> so we all want a wide receiver. It's we Doug all Ma- want Doug Martin. A, everybody. Good to see you. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Doug. Um, oh. Jarvis Landry off the table. Off the table. Tagged by the Dolphins. I know, I know that's your guy, but I'm kind of relieved, Kevin. Uh, I'm, gl- I'm totally relieved. We don't need to be spending that much money on, on a wide receiver. On I, Allen Robinson? Well, now he's going to be... 
in high demand. The guy who everyone says, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think he's smiling his ass off right now. Um, Jarvis and yeah. him are right there, five years, $70 million, right there about the same level, wanting to become the highest-paid wide receiver. You know, we talk about highest-paid quarterback, but when Allen Robinson becomes the highest-paid wide receiver, that's going to cause some issue. Yeah. That's going to be a thing. Wait, so did you see that it was off on your screen? Yes. Okay, just made sure. All right. Very high-tech. Right. Using technology. In the year 2000. Hey, um, Kevin, would you mind helping me, helping a brother out? Not at all. Thank Not you, at sir. all. You just keep asking them questions. I'll keep uh, showing up. Another so if yeah. we're doing, uh, if we're, we, I think we've already gone down, because last week we talked about free agent wide receivers. Jarvis Landry and Allen Robinson are going to set the market, top of the market. I don't think there's anyone else that's going to get that kind of money. Since that conversation, I've become very open to the Josh Gordon uh, possibilities, ah. although I don't, I don't really know how that would work. Um, his contract is weird, uh, and and it's not clean. Weird? Well, his I, exclusive they, rights, they have to decide. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns, it's, it, it's, it's an ERFA. You don't see very many of them, so it's kind of interesting in that regard. They, they get to basically, they, they get to, to drive the car. Right. Um, if they decide they want the Josh Gordon era to continue in Cleveland, it will. Um, but if they have to move on. It's not a slam dunk. No, it, it's they, been pretty rocky. It's been really rocky, um, and, and that's where the debate's about. How many seasons did he play that qualifies for the rookie four-year deal? Did that come back? Do you have to toll this year? There's a bunch of stuff going on there. Just yeah. like we told Sewer Cravens, he's got hair. Like Sewer Cravens, we still have him for three more years because of last year. So yeah, he's got a lot of hair because he's got like partial seasons, partial weeks, yeah. partial days, days he can't remember, and he's admitted that. Yes, <laughs> game days. And, game days. You know, I think it was very brave of him to be as open. I agree. Why? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. And that's why they can also put the first-round tender on him, which would get him about $5 million, but would cost us a first-round draft pick. And that's a little pricey for a guy that has had this past. And I'm not saying he can't be a great human being moving forward, yeah. but I do love to watch the football Redskins. And no, I that's, think a, it was, that's a lot. I think it was like really inspirational. Yeah. It's just yeah. not something that I think no, this, when someone this says, franchise can handle. He could go be a I, great well New said. England Patriot. Well said. The, uh, Pittsburgh Steeler. Or Steeler. Uh, someone that will embrace him as a human being and not use him as a piece of well, meat. Or, or he can, he, like, back, fit though. into his cog. But he's a he's sick like back. Think, think about all the Patriots, <laughs> like, former, he's, like, no, washed-up guys monster. like Garrett Blunt. He's a monster. Yeah. He's a monster. Josh Gordon can yes. do James anything you want a wide receiver to do, and he can do it as good as, if not better, than anyone else in the entire league when he's playing his game. Um, he came back at the end of the last season. If you watch, I saw like I did a you know because I'm because we're stupid as a group. I watched like you know a, a montage of his plays. Thank you. You know because you have to watch. I resemble what, that remark. Yes, and you know he was he went on like a, a, the majority of his routes were the low percentage ones. Um, he was stretching the field, um, but he got a decent amount of targets. He only you know 18 catches um, for you know n- you know a few yards on the backside of the season. How many season. weeks did he play? I want to say three or four tops. But he's a monster. If you can, the whole premise for me about Josh Gordon is, I think what the market will pay him based on all the hair is going to be super enticing for the production that you should expect to get if you can keep him on the field. No it, doubt. It's like, and and you're talking to someone who went to bed last night watching highlights of Vita Vea versus Deron Payne. Oh. You and, said Vita Vea, and, finish your drink. Well, hold on. Vita Vea and Deron Payne, and I've, and I've now got them as equals because when you watch them, they're just kicking ass. But to have that ability to have a Josh Gordon on your football team is super enticing. 
super, super enticing. And if you have the wherewithal to do the background work and to figure out what he needs to survive in your business, which yep. essentially is what it is, if this guy helps our business move forward, we can help him move forward as a human. Yeah. And uh, you have the proper resources and ability. And like I said, I don't know if that's us, but I think everyone knows what the deal is going in. So if we do make a play there, Obviously, we're making a play knowing what we're taking on, and it's yep. going to be something to be taken on. And you know what the, the interesting part about the market is? I think so. Taking into account all the the ridiculous um, you know downside of of a player like this, um, in the tan like the the evidence you can touch that you know like this actually happened. You wanted like to this, say tangible? Go ahead. Yeah, I love tangible. it. Tangible. Um, He's still. Some people are still thinking he's like over ten million a year, uh, you know, eleven, twelve million dollar a year guy. That so, uh, some team is. You think someone will pay him that? I think maybe. And I hope, Josh I, I hope it's not the Redskins. Yes, uh, I because I don't see the Redskins buying for a guy over ten million a year. You know, I don't want. You know who I would think that, that might be? Allen Robinson. You know who would pay for oh, it? Allen Robinson is more like. Well, yeah, but they can't. Al Robinson is more like you know, I just don't 15, see him. 15, Cannon 16 I don't see him but, getting but, that guy. But look, if I had one fucking game to, to play, one game, if I had one game, We're I'm, ta- I'm, taking, I'm taking Josh over Allen. I'm taking Josh Gordon yeah. as my receiver over the guy who's about to get 16. Over Allen Robinson. Absolutely. Pardon, pardon my passion. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I no, no. I, help I, it. I, I'm, you say who can and will pay him $12 million a year. I mean, I think the Redskins The Baltimore can. Ravens will. Well, they, they, they're going to they're gonna pay – Somebody that you know, maybe Sammy Watkins, they might actually have a, a lead on Paul. So, Richardson well, also. to circle back, so you you talked to the guys who set the market at now, the very very top. Now at the top, yep. we know sort of what the market is. Where does Josh Gordon fit? Well, so that's we don't that's, really that's know That's just yet. outside tier one. The next, like the seven or eight million dollars, your Paul Richardson's. What some people were saying is Sammy Watkins, who I also think do you is going to break the bank. You think Josh yeah. ends up higher than this? I don't think Sammy does because of his. We can't. His we, we don't know history. because Cleveland has to decide what they do with him first. He is not. He's an exclusive right. If he hits, if he hits the agent. open market, if he hits the open market, someone's going to pay him more than ten million dollars. Oh yes, they year, will. If he hits the open market, he will get scooped up quick too. And a team and a franchise that has an Aussie can take on a guy with the Josh's past, and maybe Doug and Williams. Gonna be maybe Doug Williams is our guy. Like, listen, man. Like, there's reasons why Doug Williams is there. This is a man's man, a pro's pro, True. and. That's the man that could be the mentor, the man that a Josh would look up to. And that's maybe yeah. something that has to do with our front office. He is the shining star, I believe, of everything that's happening as a person. I don't know what he's going to do as an executive. And to borrow but as a person, I don't, I, don't, I don't doubt that for one second. To borrow a phrase from the hot box, which will be coming on next, right at file, right immediately following box. the show. Talk to me, so Juice. So people that need to knock it off in this world are the people who are saying, oh, we can't sign that kind of guy. We can't, we can't, yeah. we can't bring on a player uh, because of you know because Troubled of that stuff. Past. He's, he's, he's trouble, and I'm like, listen, let's. let's Good luck I out think there, we fellas. can because of how you started the show with leadership. We have finally got leadership. Sure, you, uh, that's like the, the real the players, reason why you we can. never talked about the leadership of the players. Yeah, there's the also Trent Strong, the 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 new Alex Smiths, right? How about your, DJ Swearinger? DJ Swearinger, yes. Ryan, Ryan Kerrigan. Well, but it's DJ Swearinger. I'll tell you, DJ's so the man in the room, but at Alabama, you know who the man in the room was and we might need a sophomore jump out of? The alpha male at the University of yeah. Alabama is on our roster. Yeah. He hasn't shown this yet, but on a Ryan roster Anderson? full of pros and superstars, Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson was the dude. If anyone spoke yeah. in the huddle, they had to answer to his ass. This is who he, he was is. The best fun, the, for me on special teams this year, uh, getting, to wa- getting to watch him run down because he didn't do a whole lot else. I know. Uh, it's a shame. And maybe he'll get that. But know, I think there chance. are guys now so in, on, on this team that won't let a 
Josh. I agree. Gordon. I think it's a lot safer in that any, regard. Any, you know. Hell a, yeah. A, 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 Hell yeah. But I'm also sick of the hypocrisy. Deshaun Jackson to ruin it. Yeah. Like we're watching a bunch of choir boys play football against each no. other on Sundays. It's ridiculous to me. Um, it, don't be, this is not, this. it's total hypocrisy. Total hypocrisy. These, these guys are human beings. Um, and you know what? Josh Gordon's going to sign a contract that's going to hold himself liable. Teams are not going. You know, that's a fact. Teams are going to be very clean, well protected against. If he's him. clean, yes, and able to I do mean, what he's always been able to do. Is yeah. it's like whoever gets animal. him could be, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in for a very long run of some. Uh, the upside sure. po- possibility of a player like that is is um, that that's what you need. So too often. It goes the other way, where you you invest uh, resources in a player that they can't even begin to repay you um, in return because you can't. Uh, it's almost it's it's next to impossible to be worth thirty plus million dollars a year. Sorry, Kirk. Before that money, Chris Carter in Minnesota after what he did in Philly, and he came out and said, "This is what I did. This is this is why I want to get better. This is who I am." This guy's killing it, man. Yep. Like there's there's for every horrible story, you have a story like a Chris Carter. And for it to work Can for I, us, it has to work for him. And yeah. if it works for him, good luck to people going against him. And there's no doubt about the on-the-field situation. You know what's yeah. interesting? Josh there Gordon two, is a man Two guys we One haven't piece. mentioned about... Oh, I just think it's a Facebook comment. No, no, no. Well, you guys are basically like hit the nail on the head. A lot of people are saying Swearinger as a leader. Hell yeah. Two guys we haven't talked about in terms of leadership that I think to me are so obvious... You got Niles Paul, who's a defensive or a special teams captain, and Vernon Davis, who's like an elder statesman. Is, is Vernon Davis going to uh, make Well, Niles Paul's a free agent, so that's why I didn't put him on my list because yeah. we have to somehow. So that he's he's taught these guys how yeah, to lead. Sure, sure. It, it, and great leaders teach others how to and lead. And Vernon Davis is teaching our USA curling team how to lead in the Olympics yes. right now in South Korea. Uh, he is. He is. He is there in support. I knew he was in the curling. Future, yep. future friend hey, of the listen, show, yeah. Vernon no, Davis. He will be on. Get him on. He'll be on. I'll st- I'm, I'm trying. Former Maybe if we had a quadriplegic curling team, he might show up every once oh, in a while. Oh, so now you get the Well, I haven't got to say it. Just blew everyone's ears out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Before we transition to the free agent that's on everyone's mind right now, there was another move in the NFL today, right? Chris Baker, cut. Swaggy P. Swaggy didn't, P. Didn't, didn't last a very, uh, Didn't last a year down in uh, in, in no. the bay. on the Gulf Coast. Yeah, yes. um, he didn't do a whole lot. Um, hey, as a Redskins fan, I loved Chris Baker. Did I want him to be resigned as a Redskin? Of course I did. As did we all. Um, for that amount of for that amount of cake that he took down we there, didn't have it. MTV? People were we mad we that he left. Agreed. So mad. And some of you are still listening there, Kirk <coughs> Keegan. Too. We never offered him anything. Not a dime. We never ever put our best foot forward. We said thank we you would. For we wouldn't have paid what he got paid. The outrage. No, we, we didn't have the it. outrage in not signing Chris Baker. Do you think was he strong. would be as um, he would be any different if he didn't have the personality that he has? The, 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 the I don't know. Did you see him play at all? I this think year? that part, that's a part of. I who think makes he fit our scheme a little better. P? No doubt, and he was not swaggy P down there. No, he was just it was he was really just, he was P. There was no swaggy. I think that is a part of the attraction to him. Yeah, I agreed. Mean, that's well, okay. Redskins fans around here, when it comes down to executing X's yeah, and O's, right. there's a reason why he gets cut. He let go, and there's a reason why he all gets right. cut, and there's a reason why he's not re-signed in places. So, the one thing I've noticed that the Chris Baker situation is highlighted is do you feel like Redskins fans as a whole 
overvalue the guys we let go. There are a ton of guys like Chris Baker. Everyone was freaking out that he was gone. Terrence Knighton, like everybody was mad he didn't get resigned. Keegan Pot Roast, you too. Pot Roast, <laughs> but like even the like guys, you know, we let we you guys were talking about the Nats, Antonio like, Pierce. They let people go, and people are like, yeah, that's a good move. But when the Redskins let someone go, everyone's freaking out that they should have kept the guy. Yeah, gonna, Antonio Pierce, I'm, Levar Arrington. I'm not gonna say they did. They don't have good reason to, because you know. But yes. But have any of those guys a, gone on? And there's produced? a panic button that says, if I like you. Personally, like T said, yeah. I like you personally. I like your personality, and you might not be the guy anymore. Or maybe you know Daryl Green in his last few years. We we could have kept him for three more. We weren't going to cut him. He decided. Yep. But some of these guys that we like personally, yes, we like to point the finger at Danny Boy. So you should have you should have kept him. This yep. feeds into my and narrative. now this feeds into maybe we're progressing as a franchise because yep. someone else did want him. We didn't offer him, and that did not end well. But that's every fan base. Oh, and we could be we could, we no could have been wrong on that. You but could we're pretty that. fan base. But, but I think I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm so just so. saying we I agree. But I think we've perfected the here. There were great. guys in the Super Bowl on either one of those teams that were former Redskins. Uh, think back, like, think back, like uh, even farther great. though, like Timmy Smith. Right? No, how about how about Dude, uh, how about? First of uh, all, yeah. stop, stop. Yeah, first yeah, of all, yeah. we're not going there. You're wrong. First of all, I think you're wrong on the face of your initial argument. Tell me, tell me why. I think the T is right. That the average fan base always loves their guys. Um, I think that uh, our front office has given us more than enough reason to second guess and triple guess and quadruple guess them. Okay. And, and. Look at you working up Timmy a ladder. Timmy Smith, sir, <laughs> is a hero and a legend in this town. And he, he, he cannot be overvalued. Mute him. Mute, he goes on mute for five minutes. Whoa. <laughs> listen, you just. Come on, he's he's Timmy F and Smith, buddy. That no. is Timmy F. Learn Smith. your lesson. Hey, unbelievable. We, we, we can love our Daryl Green Stabby. as much as we love our one-hit wonders. That's right. He was That's right. I love how fired up you just yeah. got. That was I a Super Bowl, dog. I that was a Super Bowl. <laughs> what else is there? I mean, what else is there? You just got so amped up. I love it. Hey, if he if he wanted to sign, if he was a free agent right now, I'd be like. Listen, we, we just need to let's just put a strong bid in on him. We don't want anyone else to have, have a chance at him. We I want believe him he's in a barber. Camp. Bring time. him in. Yeah. Bring him into the basement. Tim Smith. Make him shave T's side beard. Are we? Bit. It's so thin on the you side. Don't like, you don't like my side? No, no. You don't like my thin? It looks no. great. I think it looks great. Turn a look at the camera. Like a chin strap. It looks great. It looks really good. It's going to come great in yeah, HD. It's Everyone's, not for you, Everyone's dude. blowing away. No, I can't do it. So maybe that's why I hate it. Kirk Cousins, the gift that keeps on giving, and it's just that we're in like the uh, such an overtime. This is Kirk Cousins overtime. Um, who? Started who? started today. Kirk Cousins <laughs> overtime is this tagging period, tagging trade oh, period. Kirk. Sponsored by sponsored by First Amendment Sports. Sponsoring and your Kevin Rick is naive, as I said two weeks ago. I'm so happy. It's just we not have closure. Over. It no. doesn't. No, there's like, no closure. Something might not happen, but that doesn't mean it's not over. Nothing. That's the great happen. part about it. It's not going to happen. Nothing happening is something. It's not going to happen. Nothing no. happening it's is something. All right, so we it can all happen. we we should all agree. We should all agree. There's things we should all agree on. The risks that we absolutely know about are almost certainly um, worse than the potential, benefits potential that we have no idea about. Um, I think that is true at this second. But let me just, um, just like raise the bubble in that's happening in, in the Redskins fan base. You know, the Kirk Cousins camp has been very vocal the last couple of days. I don't know if you guys have picked up on that. For the All first, sudden, for the first time in forever. Yes. For the first time in 
forever. Dick for years about wanting to be here and contract situation, and we're not talking about that. Then all of a sudden, two days before tagging, it's like, grievance, grievance. We, you know, we want to decide. We're, we're not letting we're this file. We're not doing this. We're, we're going to file with we're the going. NFLPA. Let me tell you something. We're not going to sign. Guess who believes we're he's s- going to be tagged? Yeah, we're scared shitless. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, he does. He believes in his heart that there is that he's not going to be a free agent. That this is somehow going to because go against him. Because the control, him. if it happens, if it happens, I said this last week, I've heard a whole bunch of people say it, everything will be baked completely before it's actually even done, which means he has no control of where he goes. That's why they're challenging. No, but he would have to be the guy that was in control he would of have the to negotiation be part of the, of the contract. Solution. He would have to help this. And he said yesterday, uh, if, they, if they do that, I will not negotiate a long-term deal with anyone. But no one, no one is that honest. And he hasn't been forthright. That's what he makes him a Cleveland lied. Brown. That's so, what makes him a Cleveland so is Brown. He, is exact, no, no, no. That's what's keeping him. No, hold on. That's I what's know, keeping, know, know, that's what's keeping Cleveland right. at bay. They're, he's like, please Ooh. don't, please don't New York Jet Cleveland me. Please don't New York Jet Cleveland They got a $34.5 million hole burning in their pocket mm. right this very second. They will, there is no, oh, God. If they, like, okay, so first of all, let's just take a deep breath. If, if this ends with no tag, Kirk walks away, uh, and we just move on with our lives, guess what? That's That'd be great. Bye, Felicia. That would be We get our third, gr- third round How pick. How awesome would that be? It's all good. Yeah, but it's not till next year. We really need Been one this year. Been a lot of fun. We let really me paint need you a, Let year. me paint you a different picture for <laughs> just one second. In the next couple of days, it comes out that the work, Washington Redskins and the Denver Broncos front offices, to me, I, don't, I, I think that's the most likely pairing in this hypothetical completely made-up scenario. The two front offices that have worked together in the past and have a relationship. Yeah. Since he came into the league, Dan Steiner has been tight with Denver. That's a fact. And he figures out between rich dudes, hey, listen, I got to have something. I got to have something. And I can help you not have to bid against the whole rest of the world. You're putting a lot of assumption on people. Be like, I don't have that Hold much faith. Danny, no, no. bro. John Elway, John Elway might be the guy that Kirk Cousins might look at and say, all right, I'll, I'll take that phone call. They're going to pay him market. The Denver Broncos, Broncos are going to pay him market. And this right now, we're, we're talking about brinksmanship at its highest form because Dan Snyder is absolutely thinking about tagging him right now. He wants so badly to tag him. He does. He wants to tag him. Oh what I'm saying to you isn't what I think. It's what... Yes, just so we know we're on the same page here. No, I don't think so, but maybe. Maybe. But he wants to be a free agent so bad. He wants to be wine dined. He doesn't yes. want the rest that Ken was going to say. He it, just wants to be wined and dined. And no wine. He just wants to be dined. He just wants to be dined. He just wants to be dined. He's going to take the wine and he's going to pass I said this a long time ago when I first said he does not want to be here. He has at every level not he, had someone. He never got to make that choice. He'll no, never take he another snap. He, he, he has never but been But he might dying. be on this roster he if has they never screw up been, this tag. He has never been courted. No. no. He has always been the last. Exactly. The last, oh, uh, you yeah. know what? All right. Absolutely. We'll take you. You know, yeah. uh, we'll so, give you a shot. So if John Elway, one of the he's greatest, the I believe, top five quarterbacks of all time, who's now an executive, who's won a Super Bowl underneath tremendous ownership with a, with a relationship like Ken discussed, I know that's a lot of ifs because of ifs. I think it's a no. Uh, I'm yeah. with the I'm with the walk away. I'm just fine, even though I know we need that third Great round result. pick. Great result. With what we need this us. year, that third round pick would come in huge, and maybe yes. it's a second, and maybe it's not the compensatory no. that's after the last fourteen of the regular third round that doesn't exist. Whatever that weird little place 
I know it's hopeful to hang on to, but we are spiteful. And if Dan Snyder ever wanted to do anything, it would be to noogie Kirk Cousins on his way out the door. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wants to do it How so you bad. like that? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, if we're also being honest, if we're fast forward a year and we were going into the draft Kirk. with a first, a second, and two thirds, we're feeling pretty good about ourselves mm-hmm. in, you know, on that day. Um, so let's not get, you know, I, I want to preach against greed necessarily, but I don't think this move is made out of greed. I think this move is made out of a, just a real careful, careful blend of spite and, um, and rich guy-ness. You know, like, I just, I think, I think this deal happens at the Who upper echelon. Who are you echelons. to talk about rich guy-ness? Because that's what, I'm just, it's like the upper <laughs> the crusty. Mil- the millionaires and the billionaires. The billionaires, like, it, they just, the rules don't apply to them. If they decide this is what they want to do, they're just going to make it happen. That, that's all I'm saying. Just but rich guys also didn't get rich by just helping people out. Are you talking no, about no, no, the no. Illuminati? Not people. Other rich guys that they work uh, with. Yeah, Illuminati. You're talking about Illuminati? I'm not talking John about Elway helping average would people. qualify as Illuminati. I imagine yeah. Snyder finagled his way in there with the deal with the devil he made. Doesn't got to be a lot either. Uh, Denver, what's Denver? Is Denver going to balk at a second or a third round pick in this draft right now? All right, if, we're gonna, if we're going to get into specifics, Denver's going to have to cut Tlaib and cut someone else. And, they're going to do it crush, anyways. They're going to have to crush yeah. their defense to uh, assume a As long as Von Miller is there, they'll... That's okay. true. Uh, t- and Von Miller wants to go pick him up and put him on his shoulder. Yeah, he was him courting from the him. Airport. I know. That doesn't happen that what often. What if the deal is for to leave? Bam! Oh, wow. Bam. Mind blown. Oh, wait a minute. Now, now we got Aqib Tlaib at eight bazillion. We're gonna have to. We'll, we'll throw in like four seconds just because, because that's what we. Well, do. there's rumors that Josh Norman's being shown. Yeah, ah, yeah. Yes. No, no. Well, those rumors have been fortified by Jason Lock and Fora, straight from a beauty salon or a nail salon, because hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Do they do? And that guy is never right, and he's yeah. always starting a little dumbass rumor. Can. He's just such a little punk all the time. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I don't know him. Everything about him on Twitter, he's poking and prodding. He's like, well, guess what could happen? That's also terrible for all DC sports. This. And then he writes an article. And everyone Love yells at him and screams yeah. at him and go back and forth. And this little, I mean, I'm telling you, man. If anything happens to Lock and Fora, Kevin was with us. I just want to noogie him. I don't want any, any trouble. But, man, you throw on a, a pair of glasses and you start, you know, I feel like every time he types something, he has his hand over his mouth and his eyes are darting around the room. Every time <laughs> it has to do with Washington, D.C. sports. It's unreal to me. <laughs> he must have it's had a bad experience here, huh? Yes, someone something heard them like here. That, he yeah. covered the skins yeah. for six years. I'm certain at one point something, did, something bad something did happen. Something bad. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who hurt you? Yeah, He's exactly. Been scorned. Yeah. I, hey, this. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll say we'll do a green room JLC discussion. Sorry. Sorry. His, his, his Sorry. But that's where the Josh Norman thing. Oh, his story. His story. But he's writer. always wrong, dude. He Every time he starts a picking a little thing about us, he's wrong. Why? When he was here as a beat guy, when he was here, he always did have a, a way of getting a story out of there. Um, that he was the era of the anonymous sources. They called him the sorcerer um, inside the building at, uh, um, mm. at, at in Redskins Park because what, he always had like a anonymous source. What did you have to do, source. JLC? What did you have to do? Um, and actually, I have stories about that, which I, I can't Green remember room. here. Yeah, Green Room. Well, Green Room, the, the JLC stories. I wanted to, I wanted to uh, finish up on the idea of, of uh, with all the stuff that we're dealing with as Redskins fans, when we don't even have freaking games to watch and and and, and uh, you know, Judge, how do you feel, Tim? How do you feel about the Redskins today? You know, uh, ever since the Alex Smith deal, um, I felt good. I felt good. good because there's there, we haven't had any drama. 
I know there's all this tag and trade talk and crap. I'm not even listening to it. I could care less, to be honest with you, and just watch what happens when it when it actually you happens. Lie to me if you need because to. we don't have that don't that main me. position. It's done mm-hmm. for at least three years. So let, what I'm looking forward to and why year. I feel good is because I think now they have an ability to get other guys in other positions to make this a good team. All right. So you feel so you're feeling that's I think I am in I am in a much guy. better place now than He's I was a, like before the season. For him. Week seven, week eight. I knew it was gonna be a hovering around a, a five hundred year. Next? But I think I uh, think they're getting to. better. I think they're getting better. I think they have gotten better already. Better than last year. Yeah. You think they'll have a better record? The tissue's closer to the microphone. Yes. Kevin Rickett, how do you feel? Very rarely about the quarterback position in the National Football League do I get to agree yeah. with my main man. And guess what? I'm sitting right here. Buddy. There is it's no... Okay. Sorry, buddy. That's okay. I, it's I apologize. Okay. Shade. Shade. Listen. That's what the kids call it. You can hear everything you're saying. The quarterback conversation is the reason why we're all sitting in this basement. You happen to be listening to it at a Christmas party. I'm going to take it back to there, but I'm going to move forward. I totally agree because there's also no pressure on Alex Smith. Right. Also, when he's described by Andy Reid as being dirty tough, if you are a diehard, optimistic Redskins fan and you're still standing here talking about the Redskins the way that we are in this basement, guess what we are, fellas? We're some dirty, tough ass. Dirty tough. Yes. We're dirty tough. We've gone through it, man. We've seen all of it. It's happened. We've seen the crumbling. We've seen the disgusting. We've seen the money go the wrong way. We've seen the the, the dividing of the locker room. We've seen all of it. Throw us something else. You know what? I think we got a little little treat thrown our way. I think Alex Smith is the man that regulates this with no pressure on the position. The pressure is now in the front office to use that extra money and put some guys around him to get us to the place that us dirty, tough dudes want to be at. And the dirty, tough people listening and watching right now, I hope you feel the same way. We're no longer that team right now. Do you also feel good, Brian? So I I do feel good. good. Okay, because, you know. So last year in the offseason, like like a year ago from now, I picked the Redskins to be better than they were the previous year, where they're eight, seven, and one. I thought they were going to be better than eight, seven, and one, and I was wrong. You were wrong, statistically and mathematically incorrect. But I was wrong. I was also I wrong. Have, I, I haven't learned anything from that experience because now, in spite of the fact that they don't have a running back who can move a pile or a wide receiver who can stretch the field, uh-huh, I season. still think. They're going to be better next year than they were the year before. Because they're like, going to get those guys. Well, now I mean they're, yeah. they're they're coming off a losing Hell. season, so I think they are going to be a winning football team. Nine and seven or better. Or Look, eight, whoever eight seven and one or better. Eight seven who, and one or better. Whoever <laughs> takes prior spot, we're better. Yeah, and that's a big, that's a lot of money. I too. mean, it, it doesn't even have to be that much better. Yeah. I mean, whoever we take that. You're already better there. there we know they're going to upgrade at wide right. receiver. I mean, you hope you get some sort of running back, either through free agency. Got to be the draft. Oh, we are. Got to be probably going to be the draft. Oh, we are. So we those are. things are going to be addressed. What I'm saying is, I feel comfortable at this point that going they into not, be not knowing those pieces are there, that they will be be better next year. This is like a very DC Messaroundian take because I picked the Wizards to win the East this year. Yeah, that was that was. I I still think it could happen, but like. The Redskins, position for position, assuming they can bring in a running back and a wide receiver and, like, one more offensive lineman. A I left think guard is the – le- A left guard. That's the spot. Position for position, I think, will be better than they were 
last year. And to uh, me, all right, that you know, like we're going up against a team in our division now that's won a Super Bowl. I think they'll probably like go eight and eight next year. No, that's not what you said. You already said they're going to be, be a winning team next year. I'm holding the, you to it. The red, no, 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 I'm holding you to it. You said winning season in twenty. The Eagles will be eight and eight. And I'm going to tell you guys that I, I feel very good about uh, the Redskins right now. Um, Alex Smith certainly goes a long way. I got two Have or you three. ever not felt good about the Redskins going oh, into any yes. season? Oh, yes. And Kevin Ewald will tell you differently. Kevin Ewald will tell you differently, and, and he is wrong. Um, I, I knew exactly who we were um, in the 4-12 and 12 and the 3-13. and 13 and, You, know, and, and you the can count on days. one hand how many years you went into the season not hopeful they were going to win the Super Bowl. What no, year, no, no. What I, year was that? I understand the <laughs> I understand the game. I understand the game. I understand how you're not going to win, and we were experts in that. And we're not I got your back on this. If we went three and thirteen, you might have predicted five and eleven. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that's where I'm going to head with this. Sorry, you know, and that's how I feel. And strong and because it's exactly how I feel. So some I'm not good NFC East wins to me. Yeah. You know, you can hang a season on. Give me some home wins. The real problem, if you really want to talk about um, how I knew uh, as a season ticket holder, and then a guy who never missed home games. Um, we didn't win any games. Our home record was atrocious. So all I watched was losing. So no, I was n- I was not a guy predicting a ton of winning. Although ten and six is my standard answer when you ask me what our record's going to be. Um, power sneak, boys. Power sneak. Alex Smith runs it. Um, I think it's a big difference in our game. And I I just to me it's Jay Gruden. The the, the 2018 season. This is the year of Gruden um, in every way possible, starting from here. Going forward, uh, we're no longer held hostage by we're only going to go as far as, you know, a Kirk Cousins guy is going to take us. We're only going to um, do as well as our number one draft pick defensive lineman, you know, plays. T- to me, you know, we're in the year of our first ever extended coach, and Jay Gruden is basically uh, on – you want to call it at a hot seat? Fine. But he's basically on point. We're going to rise and fall with whatever he can do. On and off the field. When a defensive role player like Mason Foster, Mason Foster says that everyone in that locker room will run through a brick wall for him, I tend to listen. Football coaches make a difference in the sport of football. I mean, I'm, I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. Uh, but Belichick. Yeah. That's if, all you got to say. And if you have a I difference mean, maker at coach, and it remains to be seen if we do. And, th- now, and we're going to find out. That's what the beauty of this season for me is. Mm-hmm. This year, we're going to find out if we have a difference maker at head coach. And guess what? If you do, ho, ho. Guess what? It's going to be a good run. It's going to be a good run. And he's time. not attached at the hip with safety dance anymore. Yep. Safety dance didn't run any quarterback sneaks in two years because he was in a contract year for That's both right. of them. Power sneak. Alex Smith is 30. He's going to call it, his own have number. Have you ever called it a power sneak? Power dribble? I don't know what I, power I, I, sneak I've been called it the power I knew sneak. what he was talking about, yeah. but. Power sneak. I think anyone over 250 that runs a sneak can be called a power sneak. So if I run a, two, a, yeah, a, a sneak tomorrow, it's going to be called a power sneak. I've never run a power sneak, but I do so love T, the idea I, of it. What I always call the power sneak, I call Brady's sneak the power sneak. If you watch him, when he gets the snap, he plants his back leg down so hard that the earth shakes and he goes forward through the right hole. He's like 99.9999% accurate on fourth and ones and third and ones on this play. If you watch it, it's actually a thing to behold. Oh, no, but don't forget about the running backs. And the running back behind. this is the first year they allowed the push. This is the first yeah. year they took the that, runway that you couldn't that insist. I get. So yeah. at, when Brady does do that, you see both running backs come right missile over. launch into like his like shoulder pad. I'm yes. sure there's a point. Where he has it's a like a Star pad, Wars movie. And they like, yes, it it's, is. It's, it's, a like great, a, it's a great play. It's a move of assertion. And if Brady runs it, and, and Alex Smith can run it, and I, I think it's a big deal in our offense, um, and 
And I'm going to go out there. Yeah, you know, Brian, thanks for uh, producing us a good show tonight. Always. Appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate you. And thanks for fixing our crooked camera halfway through. James thought no. he like falling out of bed. No, no, no. We off the chair. Happen. I don't know. Hey, yeah, that was smooth as silk. It was smooth as silk. Smooth as silk. That's usually how we start every night. He's though. Tim Strachan. Appreciate it, man. He's Kevin Ricca. Man, I love talking skins in February. God, it's getting exciting, and it's, mm. it's we're so far away from any actual action. That's like the best part about it. Actual action. Actual action. Appreciate so you. I think we're on to something with actual action. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, to Hogshaven. Appreciate all you guys from Hogshaven. Everyone all the, the uh, camera. Kensington, um, local folks. Kensington, point at the camera. Chevy point Chase, Rockville. We got to point at the camera. Okay, yeah. we're pointing at the camera. It's gonna be a shot for later. <laughs> Thanks, right, Dad. You, you can do something about I appreciate that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we got. Uh, we're gonna do some awesome stories. We, there's a, one particular story about a particular drive fr- from this area to San Antonio. Well, we'll get into that later. Here's Peter. Well, Harris Teeter's. Yeah, we got a World Football night. League segment coming your way, man. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible. And the battle scene from Thor Ragnarok. And this is the music. All the music tonight was from all my favorite Marvel bangers. <laughs>